Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, that's right. It is not a Sunday evening here on Fox Sports Radio. In fact, it is a Thursday matinee edition of myself, Jonas Knox, and that guy, Brady Quinn, here on Fox Sports Radio. You can always check out this show on the iHeartRadio app, and we are going to be taking you all the way up until 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, he is my radio wife, my man, Brady Quinn. 
Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how we describe it. I'm not sure that's exactly uh, how, how the how the two parts work. Uh, but no, it's it's been fun so far. I'm again yeah. kind of still surprised that we got this opportunity. Thank you, <laughs> uh, Scott Shapiro. Yeah, uh, and then for pretty much having our entire band back together. Uh, Steve and Lee, but uh, I, you know, maybe it's an upgrade though to John Ramos. It is what it absolutely is. accustomed yeah. to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the guy yeah. who, who, you know, uh, that guy, whatever his name is. Um, but that being said, Brady Quinn, it is a uh, busy. There's all sorts of stuff going on uh, in the world of sports. But look, football is the king of this country. All right, the NFL is king. So we could sit here and we could talk about all of the bad news relating to COVID, or we could talk about the bad news relating to Bill O'Brien. Okay, so I choose, why don't we start off with what is happening with the Houston Texans. They make the decision earlier this week to get rid of Bill O'Brien. Then these stories start to come out that, well, you know, he had an altercation or an argument with J.J. Watt during practice uh, the week of the Steelers game. And then you've got all these other stories about him not really getting along with, with certain members of the organization towards the end. And you and I talked about this off the air. It had to be something more than just what was happening on the field. Yes, they were 0-4, but their schedule was brutal. They opened up with the Chiefs, the Ravens, and at the Steelers. The Vikings' loss was a bad loss, but the Vikings were a playoff team a year ago and won a playoff game, so they've still got talent on that roster. So it had to have been something more. And as it turns out, there were issues relating uh, to Bill O'Brien and how he communicated maybe with certain players on the team. And so I don't know if a mutiny is the right term to use, but he clearly wasn't seeing eye to eye with those players and the organization made the decision to move on. Yeah, no, I think he, you know, the organization made the decision because he'd lost the locker room. And I think there's some questionable moves, at least in their eyes too, you know, based on how things have worked out with the DeAndre Hopkins trade. I mean, it's hard when you make or move on from a big time player like that. And now, through the first quarter of the season, he's, what, leading, I think, the league in receptions. He's, like, top five in yards. And meanwhile, what you got in return is, you know, guys who – look, David Johnson looked good week one. He, since then, he's done okay. Brandon Cooks, um, you know, you can make the case that, you know, they use a second-round pick to get Brandon Cooks to the roster. They have uh, cap space to sign Randall Cobb. But they just haven't added up to the same amount of production. And I think if you look at an 0-4 Texans team in comparison to a 2-2 Arizona Cardinals team, you know clearly the Cardinals got the better end of the deal right now. So that didn't help. Uh, the fact that, though, Bill O'Brien and J.J. Watt got into a fight on the field is where this all started, though. You know There might have been some, some red flags here and there, but this has been a team that's come back from an 0-3 deficit back in 2018 to win the AFC South. They were one and four. People tend to forget that back either in 2015 or 16 yeah. to go nine and seven and win the AFC South. So they've been able to come back from deficits before and surprise a lot of people. And in a year where you've got an additional playoff spot, I would think as an owner, you'd want to be a little bit more patient with this sort of decision, especially when you factor in the lack of an offseason. And then with making that move, you know, bring in Cooks, bring in Randall Cobb, David Johnson. Like it's going to take time for those pieces to be able to gel and mesh together. But there wasn't any because of the altercation he got on with J.J. Watt and then what ensued from that. And clearly, you know, given all the adversity they've been through and maybe just given the fact that they're tired of getting off to slow starts, there was a breaking point. And, you know, between J.J. Watt, who's obviously one of the faces on that team, face of that franchise, with everything he's done off the field, it became the breaking point for Cal McNair. 
I mean, they won a playoff game last year. They won the division four out of five years. I understand. I, I can understand why people would look at the Texans and go, oh, my God, Bill, o- Bill O'Brien's not a good coach. But then when you actually take a step back and look at his resume, I mean, how many teams actually have that much consistent success in the NFL? The Chiefs, the Patriots, the Steelers once upon a time, although they've had a couple of years that were down, the uh, the Saints. I mean, the Texans are right up there, and we can say whatever we want about, oh, well, their division, they have a weak division. Man, so do the Patriots. The Patriots don't have the strongest division in the world, but he was still winning those divisions. That's why when you and I talked about it right after the news came out, it was like there's got to be something more to the story, and then that's when the J.J. Watt uh, 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 details started to come out, and we talked about J.J. Watt. Do you want to hear what J.J. Watt had to say? Would you like to hear from your of guy, J.J. Watt? Of course, Of course. Here's J.J. Watt. I appreciate what Bill did here. I'm very thankful for what Bill did. I mean, you're trying to get me to go down the road here, and we won four division titles in six years. The one thing I'll say about Bill O'Brien is he always stood up for his players. You know, I've been in meetings with him and things like that, and off the field, certainly, he tried to do whatever possible to support his players and to give his players the absolute best support, and I truly believe that he always did what he believed was best for this football team. So I, I, I don't have ill will at all, so no, but I do look forward to a fresh start. I do think that there's an energy and excitement and, and we're looking forward to going out and getting a win and getting going one and no. That's our goal. Great to hear from JJ Watt following one of his staged workout videos on Hard Knocks. Great to hear from him. That was good. Good stuff. <laughs> good to hear from JJ Watt. I mean, come on, man. Was he shirt off? Did he have his shirt off for that? Uh, it's just it's just like the, the whole like I there are certain people that just J.J. Watt definitely he's he's toned it down a little bit, but I would say the people that try the hardest and try too hard, my one and two in no particular order: LeBron James and J.J. Watt. One well, and two off, in no particular. If you order. if you looked like J.J. Watt, you would be taking your shirt off even more than he has. So you, there's there's no way you could say anything about that to J.J. Watt. <laughs> look, look I, I'm I'm just trying to get bigger calves. That's all I. I was just gonna say. You wish that's you all, had his calves. Listen, that's all. I, lean is in. I don't know if you know that or not. Lean is in Brady Quinn. Uh, I'm just looking for calves. I, I would I would I'm tired of walking around and people saying, uh, "Hey man, uh, you know what's with the flamingo legs?" I'm tired of walking around like that. I just want calves. So if I can have his calves, I'll take his calves but i'm also not going to do some fake workout video on hard knocks and uh, pretend like i went and worked out you know like i I was on the set of the iditarod in the off season like oh i worked out at this uh this remote location it was a log cabin yeah with like seven showers and a wi-fi and a masseuse and all the it just it just tries so hard so i don't necessarily know if any of that is true from jj watt but clearly it had broken down and because of that bill o'brien got canned Got canned, and I'm blaming J.J. Watt. I just decided. I'm not going to blame J.J. I Watt. And I, just I will say this. I mean, Bill O'Brien is a good person, man. I mean, you heard the words of J.J. Watt and just the way he stuck up for his players. Whether his it, son. You've seen the stuff his on his son. son. I mean, just, it's amazing. I mean, he slept it's in the guy. hospital with his son yeah. almost the entire season last year, um, you know, given some of the difficulties his son's been through. But even off the field, you know, social injustice and some of the things that have been you know, on the players' minds and hearts, uh, he's been a huge advocate for them to speak their mind and to use their platform. Bill so, O'Brien took the college job nobody wanted. Right. Nobody wanted anything to do with Penn State after what happened. And Bill O'Brien took that job, and I actually would argue he deserves as much credit for that program turning itself around 
as James Franklin does for what he's done. Because Bill O'Brien took a job that was an absolute sinking ship that nobody wanted any part of. All the stigmas, the opt-outs, the players leaving, and he took that job over and he got them their respect back. No, he did. And that's why, again, he's he's been a successful coach. But I do think, and I had the opportunity to talk to John McClain down there who writes for the Houston Chronicle, and he just said, look, this all really started to be in the back of, I think, everyone's mind when they were up 24 nothing to Kansas City. And they, and they blew that lead. Like, if not then, then when? You know, when were you going to be able to kind of burst through this ceiling of, yeah, we're good enough to win the division, but we're not good enough to get past that team. And we feel like we have a transcendent quarterback into Sean Watson. And then obviously the move with Hopkins came once he took over the general manager job. And then that then kind of led you to, okay, well, let's see then how they stack up. If they were able to, you know, get up 24-0 on the team that eventually won the Super Bowl, let's see how they then stack up week one with some of the changes that he made. And, you know, clearly it didn't work out then. Didn't work out week two versus Baltimore or Pittsburgh or even an 0-3 Minnesota team, which, you know, you can make the case that they should have beaten or they shouldn't have any business being pushed around the way they were. But I think at the end of the day, this team just wasn't achieving at the level they think it should be uh, under under the tenure of Bill O'Brien at this point. All right, so now that we've talked about Bill O'Brien – and you and I have both spoken very highly of him because I like Bill O'Brien a lot. Now that, now that we've discussed that, we must move the story forward, Brady Quinn. We must move the story forward to who is eventually going to be, not Romeo Cornell, your former coach, but who is eventually going to be the next head coach of the, Buffalo, or of the Houston Texans. And before we dive into that, <laughs> you must, and we'll take that on the podcast because that kind of ruins everything. Uh, before, we, <laughs> before, before we do all that, you, the name Jack Easterby, has all of a sudden popped up everywhere. People are talking about Jack Easterby. Nobody's got a more intimate, personal story with Jack Easterby than Brady Quinn. Explain who Jack Easterby is and how you know him so well. Well, he's the VP of football operations in Houston, but uh, he married my wife and I. He married Alicia <laughs> and I. So let's go back to 2012. He was actually our team chaplain for the Kansas city chiefs. And we went through a tragedy as a team that year uh, where one of our linebackers, Javon Belcher, you know, he, he took his life uh, the day before our game. I mean, it was an absolute tragedy. Uh, his wife, as well as the mother of, of his child. And, you know, that was something that clearly, you know, everyone was just, I mean, shocked. There's no other way to put it. It was one of the most tragic things that I think I've ever had to endure in my life. And fortunately, we had someone like Jack Easterby there to kind of help support a lot of people from a spiritual standpoint. But I just think be kind of someone there to listen. Well, that had such an impact on Brian Dable, who was at that point in time our offensive coordinator, that when once everyone got fired and kind of everyone went their separate ways after a terrible season in 2012, you know, Brian Dable went back up to New England. Well, what happened in 2013 in New England? Well, Aaron Hernandez and that whole scenario up with the Patriots occurred. And that was where Brian Dable talked well, what to with Aaron Hernandez. I didn't see that. Well, one. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get sidetracked because oh, it's kind okay. of a long story. We don't have much sorry time. We try to be you know conscious of the clock. Here. <laughs> sorry about um, that. But that's where Brian Dable said to Bill Belichick, "Hey, you know, there's this guy named Jack Easterby. He's really helped. He helped out our team last year dealing with Javon Belcher in that scenario. Uh, he can probably come up and help with the New England Patriots. Well, the Patriots decided to bring him up, but you know, as time wore on and as they kind of pushed through. Uh, all those dealing with you know what occurred with Aaron Hernandez, they started to realize like, hey man, he he could be kind of a character coach. He could help with motivating guys, helping guys focus, 
And and he went from, you know, being a guy who helped out with some team chaplains to then being like on the staff where he's like doing drills. He's at practice. He's, you know, talking to, you know, prospects and, and all those sorts of things. And he rose to the point where he was able to then leave and go be the VP of football operations for Bill O'Brien and the Houston Texans. And now he <laughs> finds himself in the middle of all this, helping Cal McNair, the owner of the Houston Texans, make this decision after they fired Brian Gain, their former general manager, and after Bill O'Brien, who took over those responsibilities and obviously was their current head coach, uh, now has been fired. Now it's Jack Easterby who's in that position talking to and advising Cal McNair about potentially the next head coach. In a sport where people are hesitant to hire a special teams coordinator as a head coach, this guy was a team chaplain and became VP of football operations. What the hell kind of journey is that? That's crazy. It, well, I, I think, you know, he went from obviously one thing back when I had met him, uh, then to, you know, being within that New England regime and organization. And, and they've got a long history of taking guys, whether they're former players, to making them to scouts or coaches who started on offense, taking them to defense. I mean, they really just teach you ball. They teach you their, their culture, their system. And so I think he comes from that background. Plus, he's got his own. I mean, he's got his own, you know, ability to, you know, talk to and understand what really pushes players, how they can reach their maximum level of talent. I mean, he's worked with, you know, LeBron James and Kevin Durant and some of those other, you know, NBA basketball stars as well. So, you know, look, it naturally leads you to think one of a few things. You know, he he came from New England, so Josh McDaniels is there, right? Who's now implementing a system with Cam Newton that that would make a lot of sense, right? You know, he's previously started. He came from South Carolina. He's close with Dabo Sweeney. Deshaun Watson was Dabo Sweeney's former head coach. That's one name you might think of. The guy I think who gets the job will be Brian Dable. He's the offensive coordinator for the team that you kind of leaked out. You already ruined this, but he's the offensive coordinator wow. for the Buffalo Bills. He's done a tremendous job with Josh <laughs> Allen. I think he will interview really well. He'll be up for a number of jobs, but I think he's the guy that ends up landing this job when it's all said and done. Well, we do have odds. Are you ready for the odds here? This is a via sports line. The odds to be, and I don't know if we have any game show music here on Fox Sports Radio. I mean, it's more high production on the weekends, uh, but, but I'm not sure if game show music exists here during the weekdays. Brady Quinn and I are doing highfalutin weekend radio. Where we're high atop. And there it is. Not exactly what I was expecting, but there we'll take it. And we spin the wheel here, Brady. Here are the odds for the next head coach of the Houston Texans for week one of the 2021 season. Josh McDaniels is the favorite at three to one, followed by Eric Bieniemy at plus 350, which means if you bet 100, you win 350. And your guy, Brian Dayball, at plus 500. So if you bet 100 bucks, you would win 500. Yep. If Brady Quinn is correct and Brian Dayball of the Buffalo Bills is the next head coach of the Houston Texans starting next year. Hey, it's, it's it's worth the bet. Sprinkle a little bit on Brian Dable. He makes a ton of sense. I looked at that list, by the way. Dabo Sweeney's a little lower down there. Yeah. Uh, I think his name could be in consideration for it, depending on this year. Because someone had, had said to me, well, why wouldn't Dabo Sweeney want to go where Trevor Lawrence goes? It's like, well, you don't necessarily know that where Trevor Lawrence is going, they'll have a new head coach or they'll need a new head coach. So he can't necessarily just go wherever Trevor Lawrence, which – he should be the first overall pick. So if that team doesn't need a new head coach, um, they're probably going to still select Trevor Lawrence, but 
They're not going to be picking Dabo Sweeney then. So uh, There it is. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. In for Doug Gottlieb here on FSR. You can always check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, there was a move made by one NFL team. Very, very curious. We'll get to the bottom of it next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, man. This band sucks. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> yeah, you do I, this just to try to get me fired up. Uh, what's wrong? No, little, nothing's wrong. Do you want to tell you're, people you're why? You're entitled to your wrong opinion. Right. It's fine. Do you want to tell people why you are so enamored with Imagine Iguanas, what it is about them that, that makes you so <laughs> impressed with their talent? Just go right ahead, Brady Quinn. <clears throat> all right, about all right. The reason why Jonas takes such a negative tone to Imagine Dragons is because he was once in a band called Dishevel, <laughs> and uh, it didn't work out too well. And so he then takes out his hatred on every other rock band basically out there with, with a few exceptions, maybe a handful of exceptions. That's, that's, that's is, that, is that Tell the whole story. Is that what you want to hear? It's not entirely true. Here's what bothers me about it. You and your lovely wife, Alicia took a trip to paris brady quinn well okay you're right. you're already messing it up because i know but it makes my side she... of the story sound better <laughs> that's the trick here okay the, the funny thing about it is i almost lost her at the uh, festival and i was thinking to myself like i don't speak french very well she's a tiny human being and uh, i was pretty drunk and so i was getting to the point where i was like starting to panic because i'm like I, I don't even know how i'd get a hold of her like how how am i going to uh... find her um, am I just going to wait till this whole thing ends and just you know, hope that I, I keep searching for it? It was getting dark out. It wasn't very well lit. Um, yeah, but that was uh, that was an interesting day. And, and you went and saw them at Lollapalooza in uh, in Paris. Imagine that's uh, correct. They yeah, had a Lollapalooza right. in Paris back when we used to be able to all gather yep. large groups of people without wearing masks and not having to social distance back when life was good and normal, and we Those didn't have to days, deal with COVID nineteen. Those yeah. were the days, man. Those were I'm the days. You. Those were the days. You you could like walk in somewhere and you didn't have to have a gas mask on. Like that yeah. was the. I mean, those were the the, days, the only man. positive now, and it's for all those who like the crop dust when they walked into a restaurant or <laughs> that an is airplane. true. Fair At point. least everyone's wearing a mask. Yeah. And so point. now it's not quite as bad. That that is that is a solid point. By the way, um, and I this is uncomfortable for me to bring up on the air. But uh, a tweet has been sent out, Brady Quinn. And again, I'm not tr- – listen, you know me. Uh, I'm on the up and up here, and, and I want to be – I mean, you're my guy. Uh, a tweet has been sent out from um, Live Bet Jesus. Oh, jeez. Okay. Dude, this you is, already uh, lost Brady, Sunday. This, okay. Here's, Th- no, this you, is a weekday show. We don't right, do me, this. So let me just explain to people what that means, people that don't aren't, aren't used to this. Why do you I, keep this? Doing is not this? Pl- I, it's not me. I'm not – Brady, I have nothing to do with this. Live Bet Jesus is a being or a, a man or – we don't even know what he is or, or who it is 
that started appearing on our Sunday night show a couple of years ago. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, a piece of paper would, would, would drop down onto the desk and, and there would be a bet on it. And it would be a bet of a game that was in play, a live bet. And so we, he just started showing up every single Sunday and he's never left. And occasionally when we fill in other places, he'll show up then. So when he drops a tweet, it usually means that in about 10 minutes from now, he's going to appear. We have no idea what he's going to choose or what he's going to bet on, but there is live baseball games on right now. There's the major league baseball playoffs right now, double header action. So when he sees a live bet and we're on the air, uh, he drops a tweet and then he drops a bet on us. I, I don't have anything well, to do with this. Let me do. Let me do my part then, because okay. if you're going to do your part as the messenger for live bed, Jesus, let me just forewarn all the listeners out there. This guy is putrid when it comes to betting. Okay, <laughs> you, you'd be best off to take that the information is. that he provides you and fade him. That I is. mean, fade him hard. That is. I mean, like Rod Rutherford fade to Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> okay. back at Pitt yeah. way back in the day when the Hall of Famer yeah. was just catching touchdown passes. I think it was uh, it was one of my first starts against them, it, at it, least first start on the road. But that, that, I'll never forget that. I, I, how uh, dare but you? Fade live bet Jesus every chance you get. This guy literally loses about ninety percent of his bets. Um, although he's figured out a strategy where he basically just waits until the almost end of whatever game he's betting on. Uh, it's a bet whoever's winning at that. How point. dare you compare the great live bet Jesus to Todd Rutherford or whatever his name is? It was like, Rod Rutherford. You? Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Rod Rutherford. And I really Rod didn't make Todd. the comparison there. It was just more of the fact that that's what people should do. They should just you know throw up those fades all right. against live bet Jesus all day. All right, fair enough. So he look, he may be showing up here in about eight minutes from now. I have no idea. I don't control it. But if you've never heard it before, uh, I would just stick around because it is it's magic. It's magic on the radio. I don't know how it's done, but it happens every single week when Brady Quinn and I are hosting on Sunday nights. Uh, Brady Quinn, um, Dwayne Haskins. All right, before we hear from Steve DeSager for the latest from around the world of sports, Dwayne Haskins has been uh, benched. Kyle Allen is now the starting quarterback for the Washington Snyders. Uh, or if people want to call him the football team, that's fine. I call him the Snyders. The Washington Snyders have a new starting quarterback. His name is Kyle Allen. And um, the backup quarterback is also not Dwayne Haskins. He went from one all the way down to three. What the hell happened there? <laughs> like, what's There's got to be here? more to this story. Kind it has of similar to, to be. Bill O'Brien firing where we're like waiting. Wait, okay. Uh, COVID, you know, an, an extra team uh, in the playoffs this year. Like, why after four games? And then we find the real story. There has to be more to this, too. Has because to be. if you look at Dwayne Haskins, it's not like they have much to work with in Washington, okay? Terry McLaurin is his college teammate. He's his best target. And they have a hard time moving him around to get him the football. And outside of Antonio Gibson, their rookie running back from Memphis, and J.D. McKissick, there's not really much else. So it's already an uphill battle. He's in his first year with a new head coach and in the system with offensive coordinator Scott Turner. So, you know, I, I think this is a matter of Ron Rivera coming into this situation, probably said to Dan Snyder, like, I'm going to give Dwayne Haskins a shot. You know, they had that quasi quarterback competition, but I'm going to give him a shot. But if things don't work out, I'm going to bring a guy in named Kyle Allen, who I feel good about, right? Remember Kyle Allen, who won four, the, I think that was the first four games after yeah. Cam Newton got hurt last year with Ron solid. Rivera. Yeah. So I think he wanted to bring him in and then say to himself, and if this doesn't work out eventually, I want to go draft my own guy, right? Because there's a Trevor Lawrence, there's Justin Fields, there's Trey Lance now who, who's going to be in that conversation too next year. And, and I, so I think that's what the conversation was because 
the, the, the reality to me is watching that offense, watching that team, it's not on Haskins. You know, he's the guy out there obviously trying to deal with what they have around him. But it's their offensive system. Like, Scott Turner's a, a young play caller in this league, too. And I think he's still trying to find what their identity is on offense. And I think he's still trying to find what his identity is as a play caller. So people are going to point the finger at Haskins. But when Kyle Allen goes in, he's going to be dealing with some of the same problems. Now, fortunately, look at their matchup this week, right? And that's one of the reasons why I think people are, are a little bit more you know, bullish on why this is going to work. Because you make a quarterback change and then you, you, know, you go in and play a bad football team. You get a win and it looks like you've got everything figured out. But the, the bottom line is, no matter who's that quarterback on this team, they're going to struggle this year. Unless Chase Young comes back and their defense is as dominant as they were week one versus Philly, I just have a hard time thinking this team's going to be able to compete in the NFC East, which is... Like, like basically that, that monthly, like that gift you get at Christmas where you get, you know, like a cigar every month or you get some sort of magazine, whatever magazine subscription every month. Like that's the NFC East. It's like a rotating door of who's leading it, but it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it's uh, I, I just didn't buy that for a second. Well, this, you know, we're trying to pursue a division championship. Come on, man. Like, like nobody, nobody in their right mind thought. And that's that's why I thought Ron Rivera took the job to begin with, because Ron Rivera knew that he was going to have some some personnel control and he was going to be able to do some things with this team that maybe he wasn't going to get the opportunity to do with other teams. And it just felt early on that they weren't all the way enamored with Dwayne Haskins, that there was something about Dwayne Haskins they didn't like. And you could say whatever you want about him taking the selfie at the end of the game last year. And and you brought up, you know, first impressions. It's hard to get over that. But if you actually look at how he played at the end of last year, and we've talked about this, he, he played pretty well. And I don't put any of what has happened so far on him. So clearly there has to be more to this story. And then the fact that he's demoted all the way to third, that's the other thing. I just... I don't understand. That feels like, and I thought to myself, okay, well, maybe they're trying to keep him healthy in case they want to trade him. Okay, so you're putting Where's Alex, the trade value? Yeah, okay. So, so, so you're telling me that you'd rather sacrifice Alex Smith, who almost had his leg ripped off his body 18 months ago, so that you can keep Dwayne Haskins healthy. Like, it, it's, like none of it adds up to me. There's got to be more to this. It does, none of it makes any sense to me. Well, look, they, they may think Alex Smith is making progress, too, and they want to reward him for that and potentially give him a shot if Kyle Allen can't be the quarterback and solve things they need to. But you know, th- this is typical. When, when you're a new head coach and you, know, you, you enter into a situation, you know, you're going to look at the players that are currently there, and when things don't go, wrong, don't, don't go right, you're not going to point the finger yourself. You're going to point the finger at the players who are already there because they're not your guys. You don't have ties to them. And so you can always use that as an excuse. The reality of the situation is this team is going to struggle regardless this year. I don't know that anyone that said, no, the Washington football team, they're going to win a lot of games. They're going to win the NFC East. You know, they've got some talent on defense, but that's about it. I mean, this offensive roster, you know, it's not to disparage anyone on it, but they don't have difference makers outside of Terry McLaurin. And you got to have more than one guy to be able to throw to, and then you got to be able to move them around and get him some extra touches and incorporate in the game more. And Scott Turner hasn't done that. So, it's just surprising that, you know, in listening to Ron Rivera talk about the decision and talk about how, well, there was a lack of an offseason and it's a new system and, you know, we just don't feel like he's up to speed in this system. It's like, well, okay, but did you know that week one? Yeah, so work with him. Yeah, either either be more patient with the process because of no preseason games and a lack of an offseason. Well, why'd you start him in the first place then? <laughs> yeah, it does. it's crazy, man. By the way, 
Oh, man, this is a bummer. Uh, I, listen, I'd rather be benched than have to deal with this. Dwayne Haskins sent a tweet out a couple hours ago that said his dog passed away last night due to a seizure. Jesus. I mean, <laughs> what's worse? Uh, honest to God, I'd rather be benched. I, I'd rather be benched than, than, than lose my dog. Why, well, I've, I've had both, Kerr. I've had my dog died, and uh, I, was, I was also benched. What and, was worse? Uh, man, I, I don't know. That's a tough one. I, I honestly feel like the dog just slightly, because, I mean, it's your best friend, man, and that yeah. thing's never coming back. Yeah. And going through, like, watching my dog get cancer, then watching it, how the, how it, you know, the whole fallout, uh, that was tough. It really, it really was. And so... That obviously, because it's it's man's best friend, that that hurt the most. Um, but no, it, it's definitely a shock. I mean, when you get benched, I mean, you, now you're searching for how do I get better? You know, how do I get back into that starting role? And that's the thing for Dwayne Haskins. I, it, it doesn't appear like the Washington Football Team is going to give him that opportunity this yeah. year, unless something drastic changes. And I'm still waiting to hear what exactly occurred and why he's third string. And by the way, that depressing portion of the program was brought to you by Brady Quinn. You can thank him for that here uh, on FSR. Oh, because uh, I brought up the dead dogs. I, listen, I, I'm yeah. simply reporting on the news. That's all I'm yeah. trying to do. Well, here, like right? we talked about earlier today, you seem to bring up things that happened decades ago <laughs> okay. and, and, and still like relish and want people to <laughs> okay. feel bad for you about All right. It. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So, I mean, listen, Brady, I, I don't have any control over this, and you know that. Live Bet Jesus sends a tweet out, and he appears, and he makes a pick. And usually he's correct. Usually he makes a lot of people money. So, I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. He usually doesn't. Do? That's a lie. You're already lying to people right well, now. Nobody. Oh, my God. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh, never mind. Let, let me get All right. All right everybody Atlanta. step back. He's All right, going everybody to take step back. Atlanta beating the Marlins because they're in the seventh inning right now. I can't even see anything. Where, where is where's where is everything? Where's my mic? Oh, there it is. No, that's not my mic. Oh, my God. It's Brady, definitely uh, not your mic. Uh, oh, my God. That's chapstick. All right. Brady, here we go. So the, the lights are completely out in the studio. I can't see anything. Where is where is John Rom? I can't even see John Ramos. Is that lead to la- – no, that, that's a – no, that's a guy throwing up outside. No, that's not Lee. Dill. All right, here. So, Brady, uh, a piece of paper is now falling down onto the desk here at Fox Sports Radio. I'm going to do my best to try and paint the picture for everybody listening here at FSR. And just so you know, this is all on the up and up, Brady. Here's the proof. That's uh, Mike Florio's bill for hand sanitizer. Hold on. It is today. On the 8th day of October 2020, that I, Live Bet Jesus, proclaim the pick to be the Astros plus three and a half. How about that, Brady? The Houston Astros. Has that game started yet? Yeah, it's on right now. The Astros are down 3-0. What's the score? Uh, They're down (laughs) 3-0. So, what? (laughs) What inning? Uh, it's in, I, the fourth, I believe. I don't know. I yeah. just the power That's is just now right. coming. The power we're, is just we're now almost coming ha- back on. the game's almost halfway over, and the, of course, you know, you're making that selection. The power is just now coming back on, so I'm just now seeing the score. Oh yeah, look, it's three nothing. So there it is. Uh, Weird. Plus three and a half. By the way, did you see what happened to Zach Granke in that game earlier? I did not. Okay, Zach Granke told the batter that he was going to throw a curveball. He literally held up two fingers for the Astros and said, "I'm going to throw a curveball." And the guy hit a three-run shot. (laughs) Like, that was one of those, oh, I wasn't part of that cheating team back in 2017. So if you you doubt me, here's what I'm going to throw. He threw two fingers up, curveball, and the guy hit it out. So there's that. (laughs) 
<laughs> a little bit of humble pie for the uh, Houston Astros. Uh, all right, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up next here on FSR, somebody here at Fox Sports Radio believes that there's more blame to go around for one NFL franchise. We'll tell you who that is next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. A little Millie Vanilli, huh, Brady? <laughs> that I guy's just... Brady Quinn. <laughs> oh, Jonas man. Knox in for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up in 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, there is something that's happening in the NFL that upon further review, maybe we made a mistake. But it's not the mistake other people are telling you it is. We will get to that here coming up in about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. I'm just I'm kidding. I'm busting balls. All right. And by the for those of you listening on the podcast, it was a rush song. Nowhere near close to Billy Benilli, but it's more fun that way. So there's that. it's it's what you like to do. It's, it's one of your kind of like ways it's of fun. sliding all those bands out there. have been incredibly successful. It's fun. Uh, not named a shovel. It's just to be fake negative is fun. There's nothing like it. It's so much fun. I'm telling you. I'm like, I mean, just you, heaving on the negativity on top of like the other negativity that exists out there. It's, by the way, when's the last time you used a pencil? <laughs> I think when I uh, saw Matt Patricia. Um, oh, no, I, I'm serious. I, I think, I, I, think I, I tried to steal his pencil. Yeah, I'm using a pencil right now. It's been so long. Every I usually just use pens, but I'm using a pencil. I saw it was like 99 cents at Walmart for like a pack of 10. And... Uh, it feels good, man. Like you make a mistake, you don't have to cross it out. You can just erase it. It just there's something about it. It feels old school. I'm telling you, for a second, for a slight second, I thought you were almost going into your Chris Collinsworth bit. No, 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 not. No, oh, okay. No, I thought I thought you were going to start no, analyzing no, like the no, pencil no. and like, your Chris Collinsworth voice and the, the Chris kind of displaying the verse, the, the range you have listen, of your impersonations. Listen, the uh, the Chris Collinsworth, Harry Carey, Bryant Gumble impersonations. I can't do any of those unless you ask me. I'm a wind up toy. You have to ask me. You have to wind me up, or else I can't do it. Like, I no. mean, I'd love a, a compilation of all three, like right in a row, where we have to kind of differentiate each because I actually feel like your Chris Collinsworth starts to turn into like a drunken Harry Carey. And then I'm not really sure where it ends. I know? mean, I, I got to tell you, like th- just seeing this action, there's dual baseball games. The, the stadiums are empty. I mean, like, Harry, what are your thoughts on this? Hi, I haven't seen anything this empty <laughs> since my last divorce. Hi, Brian, <laughs> what do you think? Let's move on to a story in the world of sports involving PEDs, Lance Armstrong, and a ball gag. <laughs> How was that? How was that? A little medley? Can we, can we bring in everyone for a round of applause? <laughs> that? Can, can we get a round of applause? Very that was nice. very well very done. Nice. Very well just done. You even, got, you even got a rise out of John Ramos. Literally. Completely unnecessary. Well, John's Literally. laughing at John's laughing at the th- at the uh, Padre fans who thought they were going to beat the Dodgers. That's slam Diego, baby. Yeah, slam Diego. <laughs> By the way, 
There's a lot of ways you could take that name. All right. Uh, so Brady Quinn, uh, we do a, a little feature here on the show. It's called What Did the Fox Say? And now. What does the Fox Say? I mean, never mind. It's better him saying it than me. Trust me. But Doug Gottlieb was filling in for Colin Cowherd on The Herd earlier today, and he shared his two cents on the Houston Texan situation. I'm not trying to tell you he stinks and I don't like him. I'm just saying, don't tell me that Deshaun Watson's not is playing well and not part of the problem when his team 0-4, and they lost to the Minnesota Vikings. Some of the blame should go on Teflon Deshaun, and it's not. It's really weird. He hadn't won a Super Bowl. Hadn't gotten to an uh, AFC Championship game. Hasn't won MVP. He just, we love him because he won National Championship at Clemson, and because uh, he put up six num- sick numbers as a rookie, got hurt, and he's been really, really good, and he's really, really tough. And he's fun, and he's likable. All these things are, but is he really an elite quarterback? No, he's the second highest paid guy in the league. His team starts 0-4, and everything is Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien. Hey, the one thing we think Bill O'Brien can do is offensive football. Pretty good at it. And their offense, eh. All DeAndre Hopkins? I don't think so. Brady Quinn, uh, not much time left. Do you agree or no? Um, I agree to some level. I mean, yeah, he's going to take some of that blame. But the reality is it's a lot of things that are happening around him right now. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot going on with you, Brady Quinn. Another hour to discuss here at FSR. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.